0: Secrets of the Sire. My phone's
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Secrets of the Sire. This is a very special episode of Secrets of the Sire, as you can tell by the fact that we are in the same room right here behind a backdrop that we don't normally. Uh, Occupy, this is our two hundredth episode spectacular. We talk comics, movies, TV, and pop culture every Wednesday night, eight PM Eastern, right here on the Sire Studios Digital Network. That's Facebook.com slash secrets of the Sire, YouTube.com slash Sire Studios. Uh, and our podcast is available uh, every Thursday up on all the major podcasting apps, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spreaker, Spotify. I am amazingly your host, still keeping a straight face and still managing to write off all the stuff that pays our bills. (laughs) Next yeah, to me really about that is uh, my cohort in crime. Uh, not
2: 200 episodes in. I think you're what a uh, buck 43. You don't have to talk about. You're buck 43 in a second. here with the. Just go on with your show. That's yes, yes, yes. Uh, Mr. Hassan Baldwin, <laughs> how are you doing tonight, sir? Uh, everything is great. It's 200 beautiful. episodes. Not a, apparently not. You just you just outed me. It's not. Yeah, a I wouldn't. But you were yawning and making noise because back there and trying to throw me off. So, so uh, now
1: and now you, now. now you pay the price. I well, I this show.
0: I am gonna.
1: <laughs> <to laughs> as you can hear, there's some laughter. We do not have a studio audience. We are instead uh, filming from the offices of Starlight Runner. Uh, to my left is uh, Mr. Jeff Gomez. Hey. Next to him, Steele Philip. Yes, you got it. There we go. David Wisnick, um, whose face is not on screen, but he will be there. There. Yes. Hey, hey, hey. Mark Pescovale. Cool. All right. Priscilla Artemis and Mr. Fabian and the CAs that's on my right. Um, Jeff, talk to us about Starlight Runner and talk to us about what you guys
3: do here and all the cool stuff. No snore. <laughs> Starlight Runner Entertainment is a uh, New York City-based digital production studio that specializes in extending story worlds across uh, multiple media platforms. Essentially, uh, we work with big Hollywood studios and video game companies, uh, even some corporations, and uh, and help to to build out the universes uh, that we love so much so that they can work better on uh, video game, comic book, novels, and uh, other kinds of platforms. And we have up on screen right now,
1: you can uh, see some of the cool stuff that you guys have had your hands in, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Avatar, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You are also, a, uh, as, as we like to do in Saturday Night Live uh, style, a recurring guest, uh, which is which is a great thing. It is this, true.
3: Was it number three or four at this point? This is, I think, four. Yeah, like Alan uh, uh, Between or... Fabian and I, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He is. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what we. That's what we should to do.
1: We wish you to. Uh, uh, this is this is three for you. Three, think. yeah. I think yeah. I think uh, yeah. Yeah, you're 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 a veteran. So now we got some we got some new faces as well too. Do you want to introduce your
3: team real quick? I know I introduced the name, but uh, just maybe the roles and, and some of the stuff that they do. Sure. Uh, uh, Chrisula Artemis, co-founder and creative uh, director of the company. Mark Pensavali, the vice president of production operations. Uh, Fabian our chief content officer. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Steele Um what are we calling you these days? Executive
4: editor, but that might change soon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> very uh, soon. I smell of a of VP title. I <laughs> think you do. Um, and uh, and David Wisnick is our production coordinator. He uh, makes the uh, uh, networks uh, click with with. Itself very, very cool. Well, welcome for our 200th
1: episode spectacular tonight. We are talking Wonder Woman trailer versus Ghostbusters trailer. We're gonna talk the Mandalorian Versus? <laughs> we're, oh, we're, we're versing, oh, we're versing. There's no versing. versing. Ghostbusters
2: wins. Oh no, that ain't true. The I just see. don't understand why we need, don't the, need the verse. Don't we don't got this binary thing. <laughs> and <laughs> and I like, I I like, like, like pitting yeah, I I like, like uh, people against okay. each other in a, in a blood sport uh, <laughs> so says, that so we can determine who he the
1: <laughs> fans <friends laughs> right. <laughs> are. Yeah. Uh, stimulates the fans? <laughs> we are talking Watchmen, episode 8, the penultimate uh, episode of the season. And we've got Mandalorian, which is uh, the most enjoyable, boring show I've ever seen. And finally, hot take. Best of the decade. We're going to go around random style, and it's a the whole end of the decade. decade. <laughs> yeah, you're going to pick one. One thing. There is shall be the one. Our favorite of the decade, TV. rather than the best of the decade. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: Which no, you no, think no, is no. your favorite? You be think prepared. is the best? That's what we're going to do. So. It, it, yeah, it's you think he would have told me about that so that I could at least prepare? I don't ever tell you. In fact, yeah, I, I, I tell you. In
1: fact, I tell you I don't even want to just. Yeah, do. I don't want you to be prepared in any way, shape, or. laconic. Every. That's exactly Good what I'm I was called. just thinking Con. the same thing. What a nice. great description
5: yeah. for yourself, meaning. It almost makes you sound above and all.
1: Alright, <laughs> 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 we start today, and yes, this is this is versus, okay? Because we've had oh two trailers drop at the exact same time, which was the the watch uh, the watchman, the yeah. Wonder Woman uh 1984 trailer, and then it followed up with it's the, still of the,
2: the 70s Wonder Woman music though.
0: Yeah. I mean that would
2: be the perfect place for it for 1984. Yeah, I would, go. I would hope that they would at some point, but, uh, you know. That's trailer number two. I don't
1: think it's going to really yeah. happen. Hassan, trailer truth to trash. Pick one of these trailers as the, the movie. So I love giving him this question because this question, he, it burns in him. The one that got you the most excited, because his answer is always nothing about mm-hmm. me. Nothing gets me <laughs> excited, and, and I don't feel anything. I'm a gnome. Hassan is a hard <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Right. There you go. There. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got.
1: Wonder Woman's kind of it was interesting looking. So, Steel kind of said that before though, and I, I gotta be honest with you. I am. No, no,
2: no, no. Here's, here's what you do all the time. Uh-huh. You ask me what my feelings <laughs> are. Right? You Dude. take forever to answer. You I, I, sort of I did answer you. Don't contradict it's my true. answer. You tell me how you feel. Don't, don't, don't challenge me. Okay. It's hard enough to come up with this junk. Like Chuck. Chuck.
0: How yeah. do you feel about <laughs> explain to me how you feel about it? I feel that I
1: am more excited to see the uh, Wonder Woman uh, movie when, when all is said and done, based on okay. the scenes from the trailer. Weird. However, the Ghostbusters actually has me more intrigued because they completely rebooted the shit, the, the, the thing completely, completely. Not rebooted. It's done doing a it sense the story. reboot
2: already, though. So I mean, that's like that's not virgin territory, and that's actually.
0: Well, it's
2: know. not a reboot. <laughs> yeah. no, the, trailer, yeah. the trailer, the trailer, the trailer, trailer is, is a sequel. No, no. I didn't, again, no, I'm not I'm right. saying, but they they've started from scratch. Is my point in terms uh, of uh, in yeah. terms of, and I would agree with you. Well, but they've shown me absolutely nothing. To to intrigue me to oh okay. okay so this is this is actually genuinely a continuation this um, is actually going to be I,
6: I would say that scalps the way you and I have we should be very excited by when... Mm-hmm. by Wolf mm-hmm. Finnard, <laughs> Finnard, his hair because <laughs> yes. just seeing that glorious lump <laughs> of hair is something that we should aspire to Are you saying that Gal Gadot does not have good hair? She oh. does, but not as good as this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
2: I like not having hair. <laughs> okay with that. I am too, but that's <laughs> well, that's some head of hair. That's right? it. That, yeah. is, that, is a, that is a robust head of hair. Is, and it's just so, getting more intense. The more, the more, more. It's not up. laconic hair. No, it's, it's not, not laconic hair. Alright, now I'm going to right. pay for that word for the rest of the show. Yeah. I, I so guess.
0: anyway, um, uh,
2: it, it's interesting. It's Ivan Reitman, right? Yeah. No, uh, Jason Reitman. Reitman so. Whatever, Reitman guys, it's a Reitman guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's Yeah. It's supposedly a we're coming off the um, we're coming off the kind of the disaster of the five G reboot, right? Yeah. So it 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 really has to be good. It
0: has <laughs> no choice. It has no choice, no. choice to be good. It has no choice,
2: but they have not shown me anything yet to be excited about it. I'm just like okay. Uh, there's you're, a there's a, a
3: young uh, uh, actor named uh, Hannah Alagood from Better uh, Better That's Things. Awesome. Um, and I'm excited about her in the film, she's so good okay. in, in Better Things, right? the, the, uh, the kind of um, uh, the tomboy kid. I liked her um, a lot in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. I and was, things. And she looks um, great. Okay.
4: I was excited about all the Easter eggs, the spores, molds, and funguses, the Ego uh, Shandor's Mining Company. The uh, the bucket seat, which is from the cartoon show. Yeah. You know, is that, is that from? That's from oh the cartoon show yeah, yeah. and from the toy. Really good, you know, it's, a good move it,
0: it's
4: look. I have no idea if this movie is going to be good or not, but it got Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say
5: I trust Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> I trust oh, him for
0: being like, I think the coins now say in Rudd we trust. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the Wonder Woman
4: trailer was fine, but you know it's I it's so weird because. The last Wonder Woman movie I loved, and this trailer was fine, where the last Ghostbusters movie... Uh it was thirty years ago because mm-hmm. I remember if there was a movie that came out in twenty sixteen, oh, the which they renamed. <laughs> they renamed
5: that movie John's to to yes. signify that it is in a separate continuum that is different than this one. But that's the one thing that annoys
4: me. This is Ghostbusters Afterlife. It yes. does that colon name thing,
3: which I hate. <laughs> Ghostbusters Three. Well, I don't need. They're not calling know. it Ghostbusters Four. That's yeah, for sure. They yeah, should yeah. called it Ghostbusters Far from Home. Ah. <laughs> now, Chris, uh, uh, I think you'll agree with me that we had a great time with the Wonder Woman uh, a trailer, and here's why, from my perspective, you see a superhero uh, exhibit a tremendous physicality. Um, uh, she's running, she's leaping into the air, she's doing superheroic things, and it's just her, it's not, it, it doesn't feel like some kind of digital effect. She's somehow on wires, flying over that highway and so forth, and I really, like that. It reminds me of, of Linda Carter being tossed off that, a
7: roof that's in right. the 1970s. I was, I was wondering how much they were going to try to tap into Linda Carter. Um, and there was a lot of emotional, even in the trailer, there was, sure. the, there was a lot of emotion there. Um, I really enjoyed and got very excited about it. Um, I really appreciated when they try to capture the look of the 1980s. And I think from the trailer, it looks like they got that down. Um, so I'm excited, I'm very uh, excited about for it. For our
3: friend Mikey Sutton, Blue Monday, <laughs> Blue Monday, uh, uh, the New Order, a tune, yes. uh, perfectly syncopated to the, uh, uh, to the images, uh, how could you not like that? What do we all think about the return of Chris Pine? Besides, it was obvious he was going to come back.
5: He was the one good thing about the previous movie. Oh, oh! I to say I, I liked
7: know. him, but... Uh,
0: like I like this this is much, much easier. I, yeah. Yeah. You just yeah. sit back and yeah. argue. Yeah. Well, welcome to Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We tried to
5: save our arguments for t- the rest of the night but
7: <laughs> yeah. I kind of wanted to see him but then again I almost didn't want to see him, I, <laughs> you know. I, I wanted, I, I wanted her to feel that, like missing him, that nostalgia for something in the past. Um, so
3: we there. Yeah, yeah we got there, there in the trailer. So, so I don't
7: know. if to see the movie. In the it side, seems clear. Or not. I like the uh, idea that, that
3: it's idea actually him. Yes, I like, was surprised, surprised that I gave that away so quickly.
6: Yeah,
7: but um, what I do enjoy a lot, and this goes for. You know, any time travel that I see is when people from the past come into the future or the present and they marvel at things. Right. And so I really fish enjoy out of that. Roar. I really enjoy that. Which, Which is kind know. of parallel
1: to the original movie when Wonder Woman kind of gets right. into it exactly. and, and, and wins exactly. is what The rest. The, of the irony is that he's a fish out of water in 1984. And <laughs> yeah. for us, that's a joke because it's going to be funny, <laughs> I think. Cool. Yeah. It's, it's I thought cool.
6: that that's a, the reason I have always a problem with the versus thing is because each trailer had two completely different reasons to exist and to right. do what they're doing. Right. Each of them, I thought, accomplished it really, really well. I'm but right they in. have very, very different approaches and reasons for what they're doing. We are a like polarized society. And, and you, no, we're straight. only a polarized society when
3: people <laughs> like you <laughs> polarize us. Yeah. Blame yeah. the media. That's true. Blame the media. I, yeah.
6: thought, I thought the Wonder woman in Montreal was a of fun and showed me that it might be a little more fun than the first one which mm-hmm. was good yeah. and the, the ghostbusters trailer showed me that there may be a little more happening underneath yeah. than what you might expect out of a ghostbusters
4: sequel so that's
6: there was of, that yeah. a
3: true love for the uh, yes. the, the story world
4: yeah I, I just wish that they had the ghostbusters theme in their second Yeah i know, so, I, know so. I know i know aren't I know.
8: both trailers rescue trailers Ooh. yeah uh, Right. Yeah. One Woman trailer rescues us from See, the crap of D C. Wait. Oh. Okay. Everything else out of D C was horrible except for the Wonder Woman film, so it's a rescue. Yeah. Ghostbusters the last one rescues uh, us from that so we could put that to the side. So yeah. to me the two rescue trailers well, and I've been rescued. Nice. Yeah.
1: Right. Now, I have a friend, a friend of the show, Victor Dandridge. Uh, he does comic book panel moderation and he'll be doing some stuff with us in the new year uh, podcast-wise. He argues that Wonder Woman for being a, what, you know, he hates me. I know, he hates, oh. he hates my. he hates my uh, My. my always selling, just uh, just talk. Just always talk. <laughs> selling, yes, ABS yes, that's how we did it. Um, No, so he actually argues though that one woman for for this being this feminist icon, that one room, the first Wonder woman movie, is
2: actually fails to be a feminist movie. Ugh. In that Chris Pine, yeah, this is this is his other thing. He does. He tries to drag me into these. <laughs> <I> don't, <know. laughs> don't take the bait, right Sean. Well, I I gotta got tell you, he has some good points when he talks. He does. About, the so he's guy guy about has got good, good points on how a uh, movie with a woman in it is not a feminist movie. He That's not David Crow. That's Steve. Chris Pine is the focal point of that original
1: movie. David, you actually said he was the best part of the original movie. I agree, movie.
5: and I agree with the assessment uh, that no, I did, that did not agree think, it's think not a that Wonder movie. Woman was a feminist movie. She, I, I felt like she was well, constantly letting she was constantly the victim of circumstances that were happening to her, rather than taking control of her own destiny. Which, not to say that this is the the best example, but at least Captain Marvel took control of her destiny. And stuck it to the man, uh,
2: which wow. I appreciate. Well, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean it's feminist. <laughs> Thank you. She's really. destroying some, you know, some <laughs> male patriarchy. It's a, it's a woman-centric film with a woman at the center of it, and you know, the, the, whether she has authenticity or not is not up to me. But it doesn't. She doesn't have to be crushing. Uh, and so what, what is crushing? man at the end. end.
3: Huh? Well, yes. <laughs> end? <laughs> so, yeah.
5: Was also
2: a semi-Nazi,
6: even though it was pre-Nazi. I think the second she stopped listening to all the men who were afraid to walk through that battlefield. And just got up and walked through the battlefield. That was Dude. all you need to I'm know. Saying, that's it's a, a it's feminist movie. Right, empowerment yeah. yeah. moment. Empowerment yeah. yeah. movie. And that's what that did. All is. I so with Captain Marvel for that. One hundred percent. Plus she didn't listen
7: to her mom. She just went out there and did whatever she yeah.
6: wanted. Yeah, to yeah that's, do. That's very feminist. Which is not even gender. I'd say I'd that's really all kids. I'd say that's like a Greek mythos
5: theme more than than a feminist theme. But yes.
0: She took I'm just impressed she that, that they stuff. gave her She acclimated into the new environment that, you know, that she
7: had awesome no idea what it was
2: She does Wow. I mean, modern, 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 modern are Why are you ignoring the only female in the room? What are you doing? Oh, <laughs> wow, wow Jeez Everybody knows what wow. he is So
6: To that moment. He just, he just went there. The turn is always
1: <laughs> perfect. All right. When we come back, uh, we will be discussing uh Watchmen and oh, that last... Uh-oh. I didn't see it in the latest episode yet. Oh, you
6: did? You could have you my it I told you I just, just downloaded, downloaded. I'm going to watch it on the way home. tonight. Like. <laughs>
2: We're I have a spoiler-centric okay. uh, review okay. <laughs> of the very first So when we come sense. back, this chair's going to be just empty. Yeah. Corner, just, I do okay. care less if there are spoilers.
0: Okay.
1: Check out the all-new Sire Studios website, SireStudiosInc.com. Find all your back issues for The Sire, Mainstream, Undone, and more, and be on the lookout for news and announcements convention appearances and brand new podcasts coming to sire studios that address again is
0: sirestudiosinc.com com.
1: Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We talk comics, movies, TV, and pop culture every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Secrets of the Sire is brought to you by all of our beloved patrons, dedicated fans Tom Osa, Craig Caruso, Einar Peterson, Matt Byer, Ashley Haikai, Omar Morales, Brian Phillips, Steve Ovecki, our program director, Stephanie Dolce, and as always, our Uber fan, Christina Dolce, who's my wife, who allowed me to be in, uh, in, in the city this uh, tonight instead of taking Uh-oh. care of kids. Yes, I am. I know you're. You're. Uh, many people uh, say that you're my wife. Um, like we're like a married couple. And, that's, and that seems to be the, the, the running joke. That's how it feels. 200 episodes in. <laughs> 200 episodes in. That's uh... yeah, I think it's a running joke. <laughs> are you <laughs> be running? Is that, is, yeah. is that what we're doing? Uh, we are, as uh, we mentioned, we are, we are broadcasting from the Starlet Runner offices. Uh, last segment, we talked uh, the pretty awesome Wonder Woman trailer, the pretty awesome Ghostbusters trailer. Uh, tonight, next, moving on, we are talking about Watchmen. Uh, Watchmen, mind you, uh, you, so you kind of mentioned before you're like you're, you're, kind of, you're kind of you're kind of turning a little bit on it uh, you. You, you haven't been the biggest fan let's uh, say
2: you know what I've not been a, not a fan mm-hmm. but I just haven't seen what the purpose of it was you know like I don't I, I didn't see the innovation of it yet like why does this have to be a Watchmen show yeah with all the stuff that's going on and this episode actually like oh okay so that's how I, it's still front loaded and, and, you know, Linda Lafayette, you know, so it, it is, there is that. We'll, we'll go
1: into detail like that. What about but this particular episode? Be as very specific I've as seen, possible as Fabian hasn't seen it yet. I yeah, <laughs> yeah. Please. like,
2: what I, what I like the intricacy of it, it. Yeah. You know, and I like that it was, uh, I like the way that they basically revealed all the supposed questions that they had asked. Yeah. Even though I, um, that, I don't think the mystery was that intriguing. Right. Personally. But uh, you know they, they did a good job wrapping it up. There's one more episode left. Great. They explained, you know, where Adrian Veidt is. I told you he wasn't on the moon. He's yeah. And, uh, he, uh, was he was on a moon. moon. Uh, <laughs> he was, uh, he was <laughs> on a <laughs> moon. <laughs> but he's not on the moon. Yeah, okay. That's well, all they do. For. Well, well, cars. Yeah. Do yeah. Not work. Yeah. <laughs> moon um, Pennsylvania. <laughs> moon <laughs> Pennsylvania. Uh, I
0: know. Yeah. And I mean it
2: was when when they revealed the document hat thing at the end of the last episode I was dumb and I was like that's the dumbest dumbest revelation that was that the most Linda thing yes, yes. It, yes. Was, it was yes. extremely Lindelofi but
5: at least he's revealing these things in the first season normally I would expect Mark. him to reveal that in season 3 yeah. <laughs> my
2: issue with him is that the entire the, the entire show is loaded with these questions mm-hmm. and the question the answers to these questions aren't intriguing it's just a question the whole show is a question so it's like what 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 what, and then when you get to the answer, it's like oh, all right.
0: Well, I'm sorry, I'm Welcome sorry. to the
2: wonderful world of Lindelof TV. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's nice. They actually did get me with the
5: Doctor Manhattan being who he who he is. Who but he they see, being. but
2: that's the thing. But they never asked that question they never they, never they did hint at it though.
5: There, there, if you look back there are hints All that he is things. that he is Dr. Manhattan it doesn't
2: matter they never ask you whether Dr. Manhattan was one of these characters or not so it. it's it's
5: but by constantly referencing him and saying they, throughout the show they keep reinforcing that he's on Mars he's on Mars so they keep building this he's on Mars and then it's a twist that he's not on Mars yeah, he's no, actually not a, that's
2: not that's that's, that's a misdirect. That's not really... That's how you do a twist. That's, that's not, not a revelation of a, of a, of a question. I was it's twisted by it. That's what I <laughs> 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 it's <well>, important
3: <laughs> to understand that that these are are a, a clockwork kind of uh, uh, narratives and uh, and so much depends on whether they can stick that landing. Um, so the, the, the ultimate resolution... Yeah, but I think that it did. Well we are not there yet. This episode I thought was was fascinating. My original
2: statement was I don't think that they were going to. Now this episode changed my perspective to the point where they may like but my ultimate So so you basically now My my (laughs) ultimate opinion is that even if they stick the landing because they, they, they front-loaded it with so many empty, calorie mysteries, that it's still not gonna be substantive when you rewatch it. Like, you know, it's, it's all gonna be loaded with the gotchas and there's not going to be a lot of impact to actual story. Isn't
4: that the problem with the worst of serialized television that we're seeing today? Mm-hmm. That there's no, there's nothing to really go back and watch it for again. That's what Netflix is seeing now with Stranger Things, where, you know, it, the first season was so great and everybody was so excited for it, and you watch season two and season three and they're, they're fine, you know, I've I preferred three to two, but Why would I ever go back and watch episode six of season two of Stranger Things ever again? And I think that, you know, with at least with HBO, with The Sopranos, with Oz, with Sex and the City, with many different shows that it's produced in the past, there's been a reason to go back and rewatch that. And one of the reasons I've largely given up on this until it's completed is that I wanna be able to binge this and watch it in one cohesive package because I was not getting that, those elements. I was not intrigued moment by moment because the questions were not intriguing enough to me. I didn't get enough of the themes for, from the comic book, which is the, there have been some, some successful extensions for me in the Watchmen universe, some of the better before Watchmen comic books I've uh, enjoyed. Um, uh, the one with Vates and a couple other uh, elements as well and those are the ones that continue those themes and questions and brought something new to the table and I'm not seeing that yet with this property. Maybe it'll maybe all tie together. Oh, you know. wrong.
1: Mark, I want to throw this out to you because we've been asking for eight episodes now.
8: What if you've never read the comic? That's my question. I was, was going to ask you. <laughs> okay, so would someone watch this show if they know nothing about
1: I've watched the episode. I,
8: could, I have no interest in watching them. More. Not, I don't
1: not only, only have I read the comic, I worship that as as potentially. I, I would I would throw that out to anybody as I've never read a comic book before, and I want something that that, that is of, I have, of substance. You're I really think, awesome. think that if someone could watch
6: this show yeah. without having read the original yeah. comic. I think that if there's one thing the show has done a good job of, um, it, it, it's it's presenting the information you need to know to understand why this world is where it is right now. They've shown you 1940s stuff. They've shown you or explained what happened from the actual original comic. Mm -hmm. So I I think that they've given you as much as you should need to
3: just watch this show. Which, by the way, is exactly what Alan Moore's story did about the Minutemen. Yes. Uh, It was a sequel to a comic book series we never read, and Uh many references were made to uh, the Minutemen and all kinds of other history behind it. Um, uh, A little... uh, uh, insider element um, one of the uh, uh, critics who both uh, loved Lost and began to criticize Lost was Jeff Jensen. Uh, from oh, Entertainment. I, I noticed him he was the co-writer of, of this episode, of, yes, his episode was which was technically one up. of the most uh, complex uh, yes. uh, episodes of the series and by the way he is um, a narrative designer. He's his creative story editor okay. in this series. But uh, Lindelof, in uh, in approaching Jensen, acknowledged that Jensen was largely right in his uh, criticisms of Lost. They didn't plan out that series. They yeah. didn't uh, design it from the get-go. And so he said, listen, come aboard <laughs> and help me friggin' design this thing because it needs design if it's going to... Uh, emulate I mean, the series at all. It's makes you crazy about Lindelof because he's
2: uh, he's so aware of his mediocrity <laughs> <and> he's, very, <laughs> he's not arrogant about it, you know? He's, he's very he's very humble about it. I'm okay. You know, I'm just okay.
8: He knows he's a used car
5: salesman. <laughs> oh. Whoa, what happened? Well, he's wow. talking no, but right I it 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 not, it lost. It and not
6: it no one says I know. <laughs> yes, David <laughs> Coles are Because he's selling those yeah, We are all
1: about the hot takes, so keep, keep them firing. <laughs> <laughs> <I> know, that's <laughs> what pays <is>. the
5: rent. We lost, I felt it's that, that was, It's not going to pay Starlight Runner's rent if Hollywood's going to stop firing <laughs> us. <laughs> But um, he knew he didn't. Lost. They didn't know where it was going. The polar bear. That's when they they lost me. They yeah. they were, they so, were throwing see, out one? this Literally <laughs> episode. No, one. that was like episode three. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yes, <laughs> so and later. they lose me. <laughs> yeah. But Deep. they were just throwing out mysteries, and they were like, we'll worry about solving them later." So far, the only mystery yes. that I can say is glaring is the lube man who goes underneath the the, the sewer grate. Remember? It's not even a mystery though. Yeah. That's just a
0: power. Yeah, but what's what's his deal? What's What's (laughs) his deal? He was there for a reason. Oh, we're we're going to find
5: out.
2: Like the 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 formula to the whole thing is literally that scene in The Force Awakens where she's
0: like, Uh-oh. "Where do you get this
2: lightsaber from?" And it's like, "Ah, I'll tell you later." That's, yes. that's literally like the entire that the, the bad robots entire formula, in my well, opinion. But more importantly, in my in Hassan's opinion, all alone, who is just a visitor here at Starlight Run, <laughs> and
1: does not represent the company. this. Sorry, this is our two hundredth episode, <laughs> exactly. For this hour alone, we we own Starlight Run. a
3: of Disclaimer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we I, I, take I do think that there is a uh, a beautiful design sensibility to Watchmen. I like it.
7: I think it's uh, very bold. Uh, I feel like it's it's really it's it's part of the comic book. The movie, it's like I don't care if I never watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the series so far, I like it. I hope they don't disappoint
1: me. Well, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is something
0: though. That last episode mm-hmm. of Sam is something that I, I
2: saw. <laughs> that I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm looking. That last episode is what is the maker great.
0: About. I know don't and expect to be disappointed. <laughs> so that if you're not disappointed you're happy about it's it it's like the <laughs> it. Yes. I closely. wasn't going to watch the show and then
6: I finally started with like episode th- you know after episode 3 I finally went started watching it and I don't think it's great by any means so anyone who's saying it's great I think it's just a, a false desire on their part. I I think it's good though. I like, thought it was better. by being good. It's so much better than anything else I've watched by Lindelof. I thought it was buying a comic book
0: artwork,
1: it's, and then you slowly get into the story. It's
0: we the just so don't want Lucy movie. to pull
3: the football <laughs> in the last. Uh, <laughs> it is yeah, Lindelof's I, Best. I will <laughs> say.
2: I will honestly say, like it's it's the least Lindelof that Lindelof. Because I got to be, be honest,
6: I I, I, I slotted my way through Lost for all seven seasons. Six. I, I, 6 I, I think felt it felt like 7 <laughs> I, I watched <laughs> Leftovers and I literally wanted to reach through my TV no, and so strangle that. every character <laughs> i the never watched watch Leftovers
2: with. i never watched you should it because watch it. during no so it won't during be this, the decade during the <laughs> interview with him <laughs> Leftovers <laughs> when they asked him do you know where this is going he said hopefully this show will be so good nobody will care about where it's going oh my god yeah. And that's literally was his answer to it. I was like, Yeah, I don't know get
0: So that. Fabian
1: Hold your ears. this episode obviously goes through the document Dr. Manhattan bringing him back and, and in full. Yeah. And it, I simultaneously loved it because I thought he nailed it. I thought he nailed the, the vernacular, I thought he nailed you know, jumping around time and I simultaneously hated it simply because it has touched on something that I cherished and loved as as a youth. And whereas This whole show has been introducing new characters or taking characters we didn't really even get into, like Hooded Justice. You you had little, you know, cameos from them and breathing new life into it. Vibe, even, to an extent now. This is a different Vibe than the one we knew. With a, a so stinger, by
3: the way, at the end of the episode. Did you stay all the way through? Yes. There you go. Was that the in every part? episode? Was no, that in like every episode? After okay. and this is now. not Wicked
5: Morning. Right? I know. Okay. There's, a, there's an end credit scene. Yes. yes. Is this the first time I've done yes. that? Yes. Oh, all right. So I, a TV that, show. I was terrified that I had been missing all these end credit yes. scenes. Yes. So whole time. Sam Jackson walked out. Yeah. <laughs> Start the Watchmen initiative,
1: <laughs> that was so, and, and so, You said this to me, though. It's like we want to see these characters that we actually know from the comic, but now that these actually bring them in, it just it leaves me yeah, in a way that. that's... I know. Just when Han
2: Solo shows up, and you're like... I know. Hey, all right, so <laughs> I know. Go ahead, kill him off. Do it, do it, do it. So, I mean... You know. Yeah, I know. Yes. Yeah. know. <laughs> the <laughs> touchstone is
6: done <laughs> so I'm going to watch the episode on the way home tonight on the train I'll
2: Sorry. call you and tell you my opinions and you edit it back <laughs> right
8: yeah. Yeah. yes there we go all all like first. it like it,
2: like it.
1: called the entire thing well let me ask a question about
4: it then uh, because yeah. well one of the things that I loved about the comic book that touching on Hursula's point was missed in the movie by the necessity that it was a movie was the density of the information that was going on in that in, in that series, uh, by happenstance, nope. I'm reading it for the fifth time for uh, uh, for a book club that I'm in, and I'm watching, and there are all these moments, these small moments that I missed the first four I
2: times. Around. your question, and no, no, <laughs> just so that the <laughs> studio, uh, please, you know, please ask especially on. what I've been talking about. It where is there a
4: density in these later episodes that allows facilitates for this re-examination? because. If there, you know, you can't do a lot in however many minutes of television, and in two hours condensing that that entire thing into a Snyder-esque vision. I, I get it. it's, it's that's probably as good a movie as you could make with that time frame and budget. Is there anything there like that? You're the guy that son's gonna cheat on me with.
1: <laughs> he's gonna go off and form his own little podcast, <laughs> here, and he's
2: not gonna tell me I'm gonna like, where have you been? Not was work, I, I, work, I-, I was at Reed most
3: of the time. Uh, yeah. No, I know, but that's what <laughs> I'm saying. That's why, gonna, that's why you're gonna go off and
1: do this because you're gonna, like, it just
5: feels so good to like, agree with someone it. all the time. I
3: it's believe so. there is uh, a plenty of density in, in the uh, in the film in the TV there, show. There could be.
0: But, but when I won't know until then. the last when I rewatch it in a, a year a and finally
5: and I go, oh, now I understand what the lube guy's purpose was. <laughs> uh, okay. a, but to follow up on
6: Steele's point, though, this is the old man coming out, is that the majority of the people who have read Watchmen at this point, the vast majority, have read it as a self contained trade paperback. That's correct. Okay? Mm-hmm. It is a completely different reading experience yeah. than having read it one month at a time with several weeks cash. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and sometimes time. so waiting months. months for the last yeah. issue to come out. It, that reading experience is closer to a certain extent of watching a single hour of television um, and having to wait a week for the next hour of television. Yeah. I, I'm curious, if, if, if I'm okay with the last two episodes of the season, I'm curious to re-watch it as a binge watch Mm -hmm. because I think that they're two different ways of seeing the same material just like reading the comic it's two different ways of reading the material and to Um, Steele's
1: point this show uh, unlike most shows seems to be something you might want to go back and and actually watch again and Uh, care it's It's like like, I just saw Knives
6: Out this weekend and now I want to see Knives Out again because I want to see the construction the deconstruction or reconstruction of what I watch Um, Mm -hmm. and I'm curious about that for Watchmen and and the thought I'm even sitting here talking about a Lindelof show is just mind numbing. <laughs> <laughs> by all means, let's all rewatch leftovers, please, just
3: so we can be on that. He does it's have a fantastic writer's room. <laughs>
1: just was the and again, <laughs> Tavan, cover your ears? And if you guys haven't out there haven't seen it yet, this is well, it's Wednesday already. Oh, you should have seen it by Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> um yes, The the influencing oh, time. Or oh, does he? Because that's something that we didn't see in the graphic novel. Uh, whereas where is where yeah. is John, in the graphic novel, says I experience time differently. He doesn't actually influence time. Here, Lindelof, and I think this is maybe my major problem, has kind of altered uh, Dr. Manhattan's powers a little bit. Now he's influencing time. I mean, do, do we buy that? Is that... If he's influencing... I haven't seen it yet. If he's influencing time, that goes against one of the central...
8: He, he, he is. is influ- he oh, Wait, how is he influencing influence- time? Yeah. I don't yeah. The right. only
1: reason... This whole thing started is because Dr. Manhattan is talking to uh, to Angela's character in the future, oh, yeah. and he's simultaneously talking to his her grandfather. Her grandfather has no idea that who this person is. Remember? Yes. You
5: know what, that's, that, a, that's, that, that's technicality. That's, that's an effect. And again, I'm going to go into some spoiler territory here. But having the memory uh, eraser removed screwed with his abilities, and he lost track of his where he was and when. I will say that you know he is the difference maker in the entire series in, in
4: every aspect because every other superhero, with maybe one or two minor exceptions, are regular individuals. He is the superpowered individual yes. that has to follow a very specific physical guideline. And if you have a reason to explore and change that, great. I've have read, you know, like I said, I've reread Watchmen five or six times now, and. He is the one, the, the most difficult thing for me to wrap my mind around in that piece. Not in a good or a bad way, but the thing that I always question because it speaks to the determination and free will and the little, the little aspect of time and immutability of it. Yes. So, I, you know, if, and if they change that, if that's, a, that's a big uh, I don't motion. think they're changing I think it. that
3: this television series is both a sequel and a remake um, and, and that uh, very similar circumstances are happening to... Dr. Manhattan this time, as did when Ozymandias uh, pulled off his plan, uh, and it, it, it's creating a what similar kind of disruption, or a kind of mirror image disruption.
2: Everything he did, he could have done in the original story. Right. He just didn't, because right. he was indifferent. Right. right. So that doesn't mean that his powers have changed, that just means that his perspective
3: has changed, and that's supposed to happen. Correct, and, and that happens with um, Sister Night.
4: Question, though. Yeah. Yeah. Was he indifferent? Because I'm not sure he was. He had love. That's that because he, he kills Rorschach to prevent that from going on, but for him. For him well, did, but
2: that's towards the end when he's when he's when he discovered.
4: Maybe perhaps, but he re- he refuses to. I only know this because I just reread this book. He re- <laughs> refuses to prevent the comedian from killing uh, the, uh, the mother of his child, yeah, condemning them both. There are events that he says it looks back on and experiences. We're like, well, I could have done that. I could have, but could I? I Could I not have because of this determination? I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm I'm just saying that you know that's a question that I that that this time. Well, he was literally
2: on Mars because he just didn't. He was indifferent to the. He was fed up with life on Earth. Yes. So and and it wasn't until the the comedian revelation that he realized for lack of a better way of expressing it, that there was a comedy to reality mm-hmm. that intrigued him all over again. It certainly, yeah, yeah. and that reinserted him into, into you know, reality or into life, into commonality. I, I think that's a good point, and that's
5: the Dr. Manhattan we're seeing now is someone who yeah. is actually wants to live a life to the point that he literally sacrifices his godhood, essentially, to do it. And that's the one issue that I've seen is Veidt just happened to have this thing laying around. That's yeah. a bit of a Deus mock-up. Yeah, but you can believe Veidt. I can believe it because he is <laughs> He's this. Like, He's like, oh, it turns <laughs> out I had two plans, and here's the other one. That's exactly what you need right now. <laughs> and, and it was nice, also, just to kind of
1: kind of wrap this in a, in a bow. It was nice to see Veidt and. Uh, Finally yes. interacting yes. As, so, as they did. Alright, really <laughs> coming up next, we are going to dive into Mandalorian Chapter 5, and, and I'm going to talk to you about why it's the most interesting, uh, most exciting, boring thing I've ever seen at the <laughs> same time. I'm everything my 19 year old self fought hard to not be.
2: Yes, you are the. It's like 19 year are, old self is like, you've don't become sell what out. you hate, you've become the enemy. <laughs>
1: 19 year old self, don't sell out. <laughs> Yeah, thirty-nine-year-old self is like
2: sell out sell every night. Out, <laughs> like, sell it out, baby. First sell sign of trouble. First sign of trouble. fell out.
1: Secrets of the side. This is our 200 episode spectacular from the Starlight Runner offices in New York City. And I will pull the curtain back and reveal all the wonderful uh, people we have in this room. And uh, we've been talking about a lot of stuff, and amazingly, Hassan,
2: we are on better time today. Eight hundred people learning, just the two of us. We always see each other. That's because you're you're not front loading the entire thing with a bunch of ads and ridiculous um, mishmash. But Speaking of which, go on to the siresstudiosink.
1: page. There's a holiday sale going on right now. I, mean, I wasn't actually going to say anything about that. But you baited.
5: You baited me into it. nice quote. So so you baited me. Very well said. <laughs> All
1: right, we're going to talk a little bit about the Mandalorian, um, and, and I'm going to say a little bit because, quite frankly. I enjoy every single episode I watch, and at the same time, I just come away kind of being like, "Eh, "That was nice. All right, it was good. It was really good." I have friends though that are flipping out. They're like, "Did you see they were in the canteen?" It goes back
6: to what I was saying before: that aspiration, that the desperate need to want it to be great, Yes. even though, of course, it's not great. It's good. It's very enjoyable. And if, if you get good Star Wars on screen. That is hundred percent better than any Star Wars we've gotten on screen since 1979, <laughs> <laughs> 1980,
0: 1987. <laughs> <Well>, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was on am part six, uh, eight. Uh, okay. Jeff, eight. That's another contract made. only eight. a six yeah, year yeah. an absolute Okay, come on. The first what?
1: The first forty minutes of Return of the Jedi is sandwiched on one, one on with the, the Muppets. Yes. Um, with, uh, so, so listen, just to to get meta for no, for just a moment. Yeah.
3: Um, to, uh, what's interesting about uh, the Mandalorian is that uh, Star Wars had hit some bumps in the road. No. Um, and, and, um, <laughs> Mr. Policy, and, <laughs> and, <laughs> maybe the one that by Lucasfilm, so why <laughs> not rip the franchise to shreds? <laughs> um, uh, you and Shout out of started with a relatively small, uh, uh, angry uh, uh, bunch of fans, and those uh, flames were kind of fanned, I have to say, by uh, Lucasfilm and Disney, um, so there, there was this conflict that turned it into this I play that forest fire, <laughs> um, which ultimately we feel, just based on our tracking, did in fact impact uh, uh, things like box office and certainly licensing the toy sales, all that stuff uh, uh, began this this decline as a result of a kind of low-grade animosity that leaked out into the general public, whereas most people would have forgotten uh, the, the Last Jedi. No, that's... that's, um, I, that's what, what, hold on, just to finish the point. Um, uh, Starlight Runner is about transmedia. And, and about the fact that extending your intellectual property across multiple platforms and doing it well can kind of bulletproof your franchise. The, um, uh, there was a lot of concern that this new movie that's about to come out, Rise of Skywalker, is, um, if it's at all sucky, um, that the whole franchise could have sank, that, that it really could have done permanent damage. And here, wisely, um, uh, Jean Favreau and Dave Filoni, who truly do understand Star Wars, create this series, put it on TV effectively, it's streaming on Disney Plus, and uh, it it gets a kind of universal acclaim, it memes the baby Yoda, um, and and, and generates this general adoration, this positive uh, feeling. And so, my feeling is that even if uh, Skywalker doesn't do uh, underperforms. That Star Wars will indeed uh, persist, uh, and and that is something that we, as a company, seriously we do advocate. Um, wh- whether uh, 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 fans <laughs> Fabian is shrugging uh, my nemesis right here in my own office, um, uh, whether or not. Um, uh, uh, the fight between um, uh, Bad Boy fans and, and uh, Kathleen Kennedy had much to do with what happened to Star Wars. Uh, it was uh, turning into a threat. Um, and, um, uh, and here, uh, this, this piece of, of, of franchise extension, not the main driving platform, but, but this little TV series shot effectively in a video game engine, um, uh, manages to save the day. See, so, yeah, just
1: who I cheat on you
3: with. You see, that's. <laughs> oh, a man. I, I,
2: I, oh, that's <laughs> Let's keep that uh, metaphor going. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, first Very of all, popular. I'm gonna say
4: first some some bumps along the way. I wish I could have a 1.5 billion dollar <laughs> bump like <laughs> the last Jedi. You know. Yeah. And yes, are things. You know, did, did I perform? Sure. Compared to the $2 billion of The Force Awakens and all that Talk kind of stuff. to Hasbro. But I think that now, okay, but I think
5: that this is more indicative of our Lord from Hurons. Is that what you're saying? But it's still happening in GameStop right now, so. I mean, this is
4: more indicative a culture now where everything is either the best
5: thing in the world yes. or the worst right. thing in the yes. world. It to be, be know, great. It, it can't yeah. just be good.
8: Right? Coming up next. <laughs> <you're, right. Yes. laughs> we want the best thing.
4: So the last the last Jedi for me was a B-minus movie. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It was fine. And if you ask me about... If you ask me about Ghostbusters 2016, yes, I'll, like, I'll admit really it was best. fine. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. I joke about it, but it's only because I love the first two so much. <laughs> and The Mandalorian is good. I enjoy oh, it. But, but it's, well, there were, there been were moments, and anytime Brenner Herzog was on screen, you know, anything, you awesome.
3: Know, yeah. It's like when Maggie Smith is on screen and Downton
4: Abbey, like, you know, like, all right, give it to me. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> you know, I think that. It, maybe it is a little boring. This last episode was the first one that really made me hesitate. You know, I liked the first three a lot. The fourth one was fine, but i kind of, I'd seen it before. But it was still, like, fun, you know. It's, it, it's, it's, like, so,
1: it's so bizarre. So this was the first episode that I had to watch in pieces, just mm-hmm. because time, um, the time of day, I got cut I got up. So you had to split up yeah. 32 minutes. <laughs> I, I, I really had to split up 32 minutes
6: because I had to watch the Irishman. Yeah. Uh, and it was part of me.
1: Part of me, though, when, when I did do this, where in, in in for other shows, I would be like, Oh my god, I got to get back to my, I got to get back to mm. It's there when I'm it's there when I'm ready for it. And, and then when I sit down, I go, This is nice.
6: I, I think it's been a fine show and I'm a, not a Star Wars fan uh, I, I agree with everything Jeff said in his monologue but I, <laughs> I also disagree in that it, it is as always imparting a ridiculous amount of importance to the moment in our time now because if you really want to be honest about the franchise it, that when when return of the Jedi came out in 1983 do I have that year right yes a huge amount of the audience was disappointed by by that release and let's not forget the three Lucas prequels which were universally despised no that's not too that's too I'm strong a word but universally shrugged really disappointed okay yeah. so this franchise has been this for 30 plus years. It's not because a bunch of man boys got mad on the internet. It's not because Laura Dern was an important character in the movie and she stood really well on the bridge of a ship for three and a half hours <laughs> while it floated through space at two miles an hour like a Prius. The truth of the matter is that this is the franchise. <laughs> so,
4: it's, so if you get a good show like
6: Mandalorian which is being presented in easy to digest snippets of entertainment <laughs> I said that. and every single episode you watch is a trope that is fundamentally a part of our DNA because it's an episode of Have Gun will travel then you're you're comfortable with it and it is comfortable it's so that's why I'm enjoying it because it's comfortable because there's not a single Star Wars movie that has made me comfortable since Empire Strikes Back so that's why well, I'm, I'm going to enjoy it and keep watching it. Whether it pays off or not, whether it's great or not, I'm just going to keep watching
2: it. Well, the recent movies made me so comfortable, I fell asleep in Me the too. <laughs> I fall asleep in every movie that's come out yes, in the last. Me too. I've, I've been tasked with, with keeping Phoebe in awake during <laughs> Rise <writing.
5: laughs> <laughs> you after you watch me. I've watched it twice. Did you fall asleep? No.
8: Because it's two hours.
0: <laughs> I
8: like The Mandalorian it's about a guy getting through life there you go okay that's all it
3: is and and every 20 minutes we find out oh he's decent Right. Right. something happens I mean we know yeah. something's gonna be some sort of payoff at the end we,
8: we maybe not but it's <laughs> supposed to be I just feel <laughs> <the only laughs> it's, it's closer <laughs> to the well, original me. Star Wars it's, it captured
1: something from it and I'm, I am enjoying it I even love the credits of yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah
6: I
8: love the credits because really sticks with you yeah. Yeah. Like the it's music. a western yeah. the music it's is a the best yeah. it's a Clint um, Eastwood uh, this Spickety. most
3: recent episode had a space battle that, that reminded me the most of everything of the first Star Wars movie the, the black of the space the the firepower um, the single bolts flying through, <laughs> the, through space I love the ride was, through the desert was, uh, that, was, that was a nice nicely um, done I also appreciate it's, its quiet yes um, yes uh, we fall asleep, we old guys, because there's almost like a sensory overload. We're being hammered constantly by everything that's going on, and the 62,000 things you're supposed to keep track of on the screen, and here you have um, a, a stately kind of storytelling that is, uh, you know, um, uh, more reminiscent of Have Gone Will Travel. There was a, there's a, uh, a, a, um, an intention to its uh, pacing, which I think is going to play very interestingly when you, uh, when you do eventually binge it. I'm uh, going to say, sorry. The mm-hmm, is yeah. um, you
4: know, Hayao Miyazaki uh, references the ma, the space between the claps, yes. you need that moment in time, but I'm also going to push back a little bit and say that the, the two elements of the most recent films that I've enjoyed the most are the final battle in Rogue One, which, mm-hmm. for me, is like, that's the Star Wars battle I always wanted, finally realized in a major way. And the first 40 minutes or so of Solo, which was just like a
0: non-stop roller coaster ride. Right. And so,
4: I'm, I'm kind of pulled a little bit in both directions. Because you're right, this is this quiet western, the beginning of Once Upon a Time in the West. And any of the spaghetti, you know, the classic clinics with spaghetti westerns. But, you know... A little bit more <laughs> well, you know what, if you, the original Star Wars, which I haven't seen in a long time,
6: actually was in a 25th anniversary screening at a convention in Memphis, and, and Peter Mayhew was sitting in front of me, so I couldn't see how I <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> and I'm not
0: getting, Can you I'm, get I'm up and move? <laughs> 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 um,
6: that, that, when I was re-watching that movie for the first time in a while during that 25th anniversary screening. I was stunned because I forgot how glacial the pacing was right. by today's standards. Yes. So in some ways Mandalorian's it's pacing has a little bit more of a throwback That's to the quiet yes. that that first movie actually That's mm-hmm. right. And, I I hope it's amazing. Amazing. And, and
3: think about the sound uh, and the fact that in the recent movies there's layers and layers and layers Constant, of sound nonstop right. whereas to hear r two do his thing in the middle of the desert, in the quiet, you really appreciate the richness right. of that effect and, and it's I wish these it's a verisimilitude. Yes.
8: <laughs> but I, what were the two what would it, two Star Wars movies that you mentioned that got you those scenes? What was the first one? Rogue One. Okay, and second the solo. one. Alright, so none of the series outside the series.
4: I, well of like the most recent movies. Yes, but I'm just, saying, you know, you know. But also, you know yeah. I mean this is Lucas's influence from Kurosawa, you know, oh, yes. he, and which Kurosawa would very much said he's lifting directly from the Westerns—that that John Huston and yeah, Kurosawa, yes. the Japanese and the Western directors, the Western Western directors you shared back and forth. And if you watch Rashomon, specifically the Hidden Fortress, you know, there's that opening shot where the two soldiers they're running and they, they don't see what they're running from
8: until you have this battle between right. these two samurai, and then it's quiet. That's right. And in the Mandalorian, he gets the shit kicked out Yeah,
6: yeah. I, I like it. yeah. that bothers me sometimes because they, they keep calling these guys the best mercenaries in the galaxy. And Boba Fett gets eaten by a giant sandwich it and Mandalorian gets thrown around by a rhino. I mean, <laughs>
8: what yeah, was the sense of having
6: that armor and all those
8: weapons? The they Boba Fett really just disarmed the, the armor. Oh, Is that yeah,
6: correct? Yeah, he's Isn't not it? Mandalorian. Well, that's man <laughs> Oh God, the knuckle me, me. It's it important
1: that you understand. Is on that, that, it is that important. We don't know that. We don't know that. Chime in on Facebook feed. Chime no, the YouTube feed. I'm sure we've, there's a lot that's been going on here that you guys want to comment on, and uh, we will comment right back to you. When we come back, oh yes, it's the best of the decade. Best of the decade. Literally. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We've been doing this live from the Starlight Runner offices. Uh, we thank, want to thank you guys, Jeff Gomez. Uh, thank you for having us. And, uh, and uh, just quickly
3: tell folks uh, a little bit where they can find more information about Starlight Runner. Sure. Uh, starlightrunner.com. Uh, check it out. Uh, listen, we do uh, uh, work with um, all of the major film studios and a lot of entertainment companies around the world. Uh, we work with comic books. Um, uh, we, uh, we're we working with Ultraman, which means that we're involved with uh, 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 corporations like Netflix and Marvel Comics because we're helping to develop uh, that content across all these platforms. And, um, uh, and uh, to be honest, we are interested in cultivating new talent and um, and helping uh, young people to um, to break into the industry. So um, so we're developing uh, a coaching uh, a kind of branch to Starlight Runner, a little division. Um, uh, the site uh, just got put up, and um, uh, if you want to talk to Steele or Fabian or myself or Priscilla, Mark, uh, uh, David, we're doing this. Kind of collectively, it's it's a weird kind of thing where we'll uh, help you out, and if you have a specific kind of problem that one of us would be really great to come in and help you with, uh, we'll call that person in as if it's a special guest star uh, in the uh, in, uh, in the coaching session, um, and um, uh, and it, it basically will help you kind of uh, think about how to break into the industry, how to develop. Your intellectual property, so that Hollywood uh, will be uh, interested in, in checking it out and basically in succeeding. Um, and uh, I'm thrilled to be able to announce that essentially for the first first time, look at us, right it's here, 200 episodes, spectacular. All sorts of the uh, <laughs> that website is the slrstory dot slr story and, uh, L- 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 life S- Starlight Runner Life Stories slr which you can also access through Starlightrunner.com. Very cool. We're looking for speed. Fast, greasy speed. <laughs>
1: speed is what you need. <laughs> Alright, we do this every week. We Put go spinning the racks, but this week we're gonna go spinning the racks of the entire decade. Mm-hmm.
0: Spin the rack. Spin a rack.
1: Alright. We are here, we are at the end of the decade, which, uh, does anyone else, like not feel like it's a huge deal? No, like no. well, when have lived many them me, of them, they're they less and less exciting. When like you're up to your
8: 10th decade. decade.
1: It, it kind of like, yeah, it's just kind of like, all right, we're here, that's, that's, that's good, but you know, I don't know, something about it where I'm not as, I'm not as like stoked about it as uh, as, as, I, as I was for like the 2000 decade change, or even when I was a kid. But, I wanna go around the room, and uh, I want you guys to tell me your favorite, your what you think is the best. It could be a movie, a comic book, or a TV series of the decade. Something. That's oh, not one of each. Yeah, we're gonna run out of time. We're gonna be here. We'll be here for another hour. Okay. We're already clocking in This is a free so, Yeah, yeah, That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what we're gonna do. So, uh, Mark, we'll start with you. Best um. of the decade. <laughs> we'll start
5: with you. <laughs> Best oh, no, decade. Uh, I, I say my favorite of the decade. I want, I'm just going to say Guardians of the Galaxy. Love it. That's, wow. That's a good choice. I like that. that. I, that's a one.
4: Uh, I'm going to go with uh, video game. I'm going to go with Mass Effect 2. Uh, I, that was very, at the very beginning of the decade. I loved the Dirty Dozen uh, storyline that it had, the recruiting, that the, the pulling off the heist. I love that it, it tied in your story choices from the first one. I love that it up, played up the themes. Uh, I was I wasn't as disappointed with number three as other people were, but I felt that Mass Effect two really had I've played that five or six times now. Time. Maybe in five years I'll change my mind and go back to Breath of the Wild, which is my favorite of the last three years, but I'm gonna give it to Mass Effect Two
3: for now. All right. Um, uh, there's there's no question, um Breaking Bad,
0: <laughs> that
3: <was my laughs> that's by uh, the is, way, is perhaps <laughs> the greatest television series of all time. I'm sorry, well, was that totally? It, start it, it did not. It started it before, it, uh, before okay. but, but it um, yeah, right. It goes way back, but, um, but the phenomenon of it was in seasons. Seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it didn't the third or fourth season. It's failing I just want to
7: add because that was my choice also that I personally feel that Breaking Bad is in the same universe as Malcolm and the the,
4: uh, middle and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I think I think it's it's a continuation, it's a continuation, very much so. And <laughs> it's a reboot
3: and remake and sequel, <laughs> just like Watchmen. But uh, is it better than uh, the Watchmen uh, trailer? That's the question. No, <laughs> uh, no, and and the the um, uh, I think we ought, ought to consider as a coda to, to Breaking Bad, um, uh, what's the name of El Camino or like, El Camino? El Camino. El Camino. Uh, um, uh, simply because uh, the addition of that story actually alters um, uh, some of our perceptions of the of what happened uh, before, and makes it clear what it is that Walter White uh, uh, is. And it's it's very much. I worth love. It. I really of, liked uh, El Camino. I got to watch yeah. it again. It's, it's gorgeous. gorgeous. I don't know what people were
6: expecting out of it. To, to it didn't seem to generate the buzz. I either. didn't hear it any buzz But
3: it was really well done. And, uh, absolutely. Can, um, and 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 did what it meant to do, yes. which was to to crystallize the series, um, Breaking Bad. Okay, uh, we will go back to Marcus. So we'll swing up this way. Okay, uh,
8: TV Spartacus for me. Oh, wow. Wow. wow, that was awesome. Speed cut that. That was a <laughs> show. <shooter> go- <laughs> <laughs> that was a show that did w- very well the first season and then lost its lead actor to That's cancer. Right. That's was right. Was able to come create a six episode spin-off, mini spin-off yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, prequel while he was in recouping okay, and yeah. it, didn't, it didn't it didn't work for him um, and then continue the series bring in someone else and that was successful So to me that was a, a great series
6: it was, the it was. greatest Dick York Dick Sargent.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Dick. Dick.
6: You, we already did Breaking
5: well, Bad. Come we up with a number can, two. You yeah. can do it.
1: Yeah, what, what.
6: Yeah. Don't, don't let him take the... Take the <laughs>
7: <laughs> so, yeah, Breaking Bad was my favorite um, in the past decade. I enjoyed... And I still do, um, I'm a Vikings fan. I love Vikings. Uh, (laughs) More than Game of Thrones. (laughs) I know know what to wear next Halloween. Probably, probably. I think Vikings has like the best battle and fight scenes that I've ever seen in any movie or television series. And I love great battle scenes. And they really go all out. Uh, The costumes are great. The politics are interesting. It's Somewhat loosely based on history, which I enjoy. Um, right. So yeah.
3: I'm a late comer to Vikings, but Chrisula uh, uh, converted me, <laughs> and uh, and now there is a Vikings universe because it's yeah. going to be a sequel yeah. series. Right. There's, there's the a
6: football set. team in Minnesota. Spreading <laughs> it yeah. yeah. Multiple Talk about places. transmedia. There's yeah. a few <laughs> stretching out all <laughs> over the place. Don't we about the Frank oh. Tarkenton bio? There is yeah. that too. That came yeah.
0: out. A few Um, countries. uh, Hassan, please break the fourth (laughs) wall.
1: Get Get us out of this. Fabian, what's your best of the decade?
6: Uh, I probably Captain America: Winter Soldier. Oh, okay. I had a feeling that was going to be. the best superhero movie that's ever been made. Sorry, Sorry. Sorry Superman. No, no, no. no. Into the Spider
5: Verse. Yeah. I, I really yeah, had a hard time yeah. deciding it's between Guardians and the, and the, the I thought Into the Spider
6: Verse was a lot of fun, but it's still a cartoon, and I'm a 58 year old man. So. <laughs> yeah, <and that> <laughs> Who's made cartoons so anymore? So even a well named. Captain America Soldier is. was just the best structured, best written, best directed superhero movie that we've ever had. It was gorgeous. There's, there's it, no question it, it, about it. it stunned me, it surprised me, it elevated Marvel Studios' game completely, I think, across the board, that movie did, more than anything else they've done. Uh, our, fan, our
3: fantasy of how super-powered dudes would behave in the real world with real-world physics was best dramatized, I think, in Captain I, America. I am a big
6: Captain America guy yeah clearly i have been in my career uh, having had the opportunities to write him um and, and i just thought it was an excellent excellent depiction of the character mm-hmm. and and, uh, and elevated his game and what you thought of him as a character, the actors, everything, everything across the board. The, the movie gave
3: up. Captain America to the world because Captain America stood up on film and said, you know, something's corrupt in this government. And I'm not going to stand for that. Half of it is Hydra, apparently. To, to <laughs> <laughs> Who currently is? Who so there you yeah. go. <laughs> Uh, before we go to Hassan, luckily we
0: have
6: Mitt
1: Romney now playing the role of Captain America in uh, in Jeez,
6: researching
5: for this. <laughs> President episode, Robert no. uh
1: <laughs> In re- researching for this episode, Into the Spider Verse made a lot of people's lists as the number yeah. one, yeah. and uh, the leftovers actually made. A lot of no way! No way! Who were viewers? I just I'd throw that out there before <laughs> Hassan
3: uh, before Hassan goes. Is I that, might out Priscilla and say that she enjoyed the I, I I was
0: watching it, and then it went nowhere. Oh. <laughs> it was I very, saw that. Very, very annoyed. <laughs> the bill I know. <laughs> I we like abused spouses. <laughs> 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 Mike, I've had
4: people come in line
6: and hand me a comic book to autograph and tell me that it's the single best comic they've ever read in their life. And I look at it and go, hmm, that's the single worst thing I've ever written," And that's saying a lot, right? <laughs> so, so there's just no accounting for taste is there. <laughs> Hassan, your best of the
0: decade. Uh, Game of Wow.
6: wow, that's a good call. I gets a lot of unnecessary flack because only because. So I agree. Yeah. As heard. as a
2: decade spanning show, yeah, I, I liked it. I, it's a, it's an okay show. It's a <laughs> good show. It's a really good show. It up the game of uh, cinematic television. Where we are now in streaming is ninety percent of Game yeah. of Thrones. Yeah. Yes, but it introduced me to Song of Ice and Fire mm-hmm. books, which predates this decade, mm-hmm. but still. Yeah. But, but
3: no, don't really worry, it'll be coming. But one of them did come out this It's never going to be finished. Or one or of them swear Hassan with the uh, finale. Oh yeah. Okay. It, it yeah. can be good. I, I, think, I
2: think it's inexplicable why they rushed it. Yeah. Mm. I think I think we're at ending. When, yeah. very <laughs> but, but I mean, yeah. There's another
3: bunch we're not going to get. any Why not? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Well, neither mm-hmm. are those two producers. Why, why not express that?
0: You know? Why should they? They don't, they don't yeah. owe you an explanation we'll on their budget. <laughs> oh, I don't know. They
2: don't, I don't. it doesn't matter to me. I don't I don't care. I don't know why it was rushed, personally. Um, but I don't mind where the, the pieces landed. Okay. So uh, I'm actually th- with you. Yeah, but I think I that season on. I think there's some really great stuff in this yeah. season, but I, right. but I think the unfortunate thing is because of the build up from the first like four seasons mm-hmm. and then the fifth one, I actually like the fifth one where they dropped i mean that was that's another one that was but it wasn't as front-loaded as say watchmen because it actually had drama with the with the questions right most of watchmen doesn't have drama the drama is the question Mm. game of thrones had questions but there was drama that almost distracted you from the questions and so when they were finally starting to reveal things towards the end you were like well We're Mm -hmm. actually covering some stuff, right? Right. We're actually getting. I thought surprises a
6: lot of the audience, which could lead to some of the. queasiness a lot of fans had with that last season. They're getting answers and a lot of fans aren't used to getting answers. Right. And they've spent so much time speculating yeah. about the questions that ultimately no answer is going to satisfy yeah. the totality of the audience. That, page, right? So they start getting angry if it's not their
2: answer. Right. Exactly. But that's not the storyteller's responsibility. What's you funny know? though, you,
1: you mentioned this uh, in one of our previous segments though too, um, the span of time between a week I think it was episode three or four I can't remember what it was. I think it was episode four where they basically had two episodes joined in in some sort of like weird surgical you know operation where you literally watched the the fallout from them finally defeating you know the white walkers and and attacking Cersei, And it was all in the scene. It was like an hour and 45 minutes. They literally... Mm. All they could have done was broken that into two episodes and I think that would have, like, fixed... It started to it started take a lot long. less time to travel I'll <laughs> right.
6: right. yeah. uh, see so you by 3 o'clock <laughs> this afternoon.
2: I mean, it's, it's
1: incredible. Like, literally, just cut that episode in half, make two 40-minute episodes and I, I feel like that alone... I think those guys got let down.
2: I really do. I really think that they went into that with the understanding they were going to be adapting these, like, you know, these mega yeah, volumes of, of, of material, and in 10 years, they, the guy period. stopped producing yes. more yes. material. Well, uh, I, mean, so a, cool now, I think the showrunners
6: get a tremendous amount of criticism that they don't deserve yeah, it, because right. they weren't adapting yeah. to right. the right. right. material. Right. And right. frankly, it's the responsibility of the author of that material to finish the effing material. <laughs> and and he right. right. they, they will do, do
3: it. Weaving an elaborate tapestry yeah. Uh, and then the guy leaves with the pass, yeah and they're kind of making it up and it left it did leave a lot of threads. It's of like done. it's like if it's the brain which I would have liked them to have at least attempted to, to tie
5: yeah. And the first four seasons are the best seasons because the first four books were out when those seasons started mm-hmm. production mm-hmm. and they made a fifth book mid, you know when the seasons were still being produced and there's no se- there's no you know the thing after that, there's no source material.
8: How many seasons of Game of Thrones? Eight. 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 Is, is Watchmen going to go eight seasons? I don't think Didn't say in an interview it was only going to be planned <laughs> for one season? That's going to be yeah, something that I yes. wanted to bring up.
4: How many television series can we look back on and say, oh, the last season was the best season? <laughs> Not even was it a good season. But was it the best season? I can't name a single one. You know, I think that it's just the nature... Uh, ve- nature television eventually run out of stories. But look, I, I'll, I'll watch, Godless,
6: I'll watch Godless on Netflix <laughs> a million times. That's only like seven episodes or whatever, and it's not going to be a second season of Godless. It's gorgeous. It's it's fantastic. Uh, Deep Space Nine, which
3: Fabian is a big fan of, had a fantastic final. Yes, Yes, the last,
4: the four, four through seven were far better than one through three. Right, but that's it's two two, (laughs) we've named. Okay, so I could say maybe Futurama for me. The Simpsons have been going on as a
5: zombie for twenty three years right. at this point. Wait, you thought the last season of I Futurama was, was good? The first better than the
2: last. the Comedy Central last. Simpsons season? Simpsons have been going on for I uh, oh, by the the stage stage. twenty three years. only nice things for this entire thing? I think mean, the Expanse is fantastic. Like, I yeah, actually, yeah, I'm actually on Vikings. I like, gave up on three the Expanse. I've I've watched season three of the of that show. Maybe it'll be the best of next decade. I've only no. watched
5: uh, one. No, only exactly. watched it that once, but I say like, the wow. expanse is worth going to.
2: be next.
1: All right, I'm going gonna, gonna wrap us up in a bow here. I, I'm glad no one mentioned Avengers Endgame because mm-hmm. I thought it was terrible. Uh, I'm, oh, a, yeah. I'm not uh, actually uh, gonna go. With uh, that. Oh, you, can, uh, you can go on secrets of the sire wow. com and you can listen to our podcast as to why I I, I was. Thoroughly uh, unimpressed he
0: didn't by think that. think it was terrible? No, I think it was terrible.
1: I thought it was a well executed movie that was just poorly written. So that, that was the best of the Hard wow. disagree. Speak about having a sick landing yeah. Avengers Infinity War, though, however, to me, I think it's. is it really good. It's one of the Better than Infinity War? Yeah. I don't think it. I think they're different movies. movies. I think Infinity War. Right. I don't Endgame. think it was separate movies. The I don't... Oh, I, 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 I thought one one the first movie. five minutes of Endgame was the end of, of Infinity War, and that was a completely separate movie that you watched. Oh, I'm right. sorry, they even said that on the audio track. Yeah, and they said
6: that. But yeah, then, and that's okay too, but it's still a one piece because it's like, you know, reading the first three issues or the first Infinity Coronet or Infinity War miniseries and then reading the next one, you
1: know? I, mean, I, I would sit there and say I they stuck it, Infinity really War for one. me. Um, because unfortunately or maybe fortunately um, I didn't you know I wasn't of age to see Empire Strikes Back in the movie theaters okay. was the equivalent me old me? Mike? Are you <laughs> playing on <a laughs> fat Mike? <laughs> no, 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 no just old just old <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. no so, so to me it was the it, from start to finish. I can rewatch that movie. My second favorite, and you'll like this though, is, is first Avenger. Actually, that's I that's, also really I like that. That is a movie <laughs> I can put on any time. I, I liked it more than Winter Soldier. Yes, I actually liked it more than Winter, than Winter than World, Soldier too. Yes. Both both are like very high quality movies, so Someone it's not. A up with me. The first, yeah. <laughs> they, they took a bunch of stuff I wrote, so I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> <But laughs> <but to be laughs> ching to be able to pull off a movie that is. <laughs> What 12 years in the making, or or 10 years in the making, um, and you can still rewatch it, and and I did. I watched it a, a number of times, and, and most Marvel movies I actually can't rewatch over and over again. I, I, the the thrill. I love Guardians of the Galaxy, but half the jokes I've already I've already heard now. It does get
5: old after the third watch. Yeah, you know? um, Infinity War can watch over and over no, again, and it, okay, and it yeah.
1: catapulted this this zeitgeist that eventually became uh, Endgame, uh, where where people
5: were. I, that word in, I did. So. But the irony is that the, the yeah, movie was already in production; it's now being edited. Which is makes I it so, so surprising just, that there's really such different, I mean, is, is so either, different, yeah, different films. When one is is so many different pieces that have to come together, and then yeah. Endgame is to me a true team-up movie where they all have to team up to fo- solve this problem after working separately for. Just, I think they're
6: separate movies. I just think they're part of a whole. So, I agree. I don't actually individually they're not. I don't think they were intended to be the sum of their parts I think right. they were intended to be a, a whole when watched you know when you see both I'm not sure if it
5: matters in the end of the day just you, if you watch it you're like you know your opinion
8: will t- a change on some of these movies in the future when you take your boy to see them <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you and he yes, walks sir. out of, my son walked out of the, out of uh, Endgame inf- no Endgame oh. crying yes as a 15 year old guy would rock you up Tears and his eyes <laughs> I'm not crying, you're crying.
2: What is Could going on? You just admit to your son crying on my. Slot Nick!
8: Nick! Lots
6: of
2: emotional. And he'll, in, he'll admit it to you. By March of Fest, Nick also cried during State by the time. Well, <laughs> no, I cried I I teared <laughs> up pretty hard at mm-hmm. him. We, we were pretty, pretty excited. I actually was we so an scared. emotional reaction. Now. There you go. Which is, is very similar. Watch,
6: I've seen Endgame probably ten times now. Oh, and wow! Oh, big oh, big. This is an freaking God. streaming. God. I'm last you watch, have oh, <laughs> I did to You don't even want to know how many times yeah. I've seen Winter Soldier.
3: Uh, uh, <laughs> where he's are all he's watching it right, right now. <laughs> episode gods. <guys. laughs> I wait
1: for you to be doing your monologues, that's when I oh. write well, oh. Alright, well that's gonna be it for us. Uh, the our 200th right. episode oh. spectacular we'll, let's go out on a high note here while Sunrunner is still a functioning <laughs> company. <laughs> <laughs> we want Until right tomorrow. Cameron Taurus apart! <laughs> <laughs> we wanna thank you guys for for hosting us for our 200th episode spectacular. Uh, we'll we'll give a, 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 everyone can give a wave right now. So hey. Sorry. Wave
2: uh next week, it's our 201 One. episodes. Two uh, We're going to come through. I'm not going to keep dragging this out, man. No, no. This is when really there's, there's an, in- it's an inventory issue. We've got news around
1: us. Chris Aaron. He's going to help us break down the best comics of the decade. Oh, and, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry just, the best, yes, I will. The best don't comics. Don't the
2: new guests in front of the old guests.
1: <laughs> <laughs> really I want them Especially when it's better. I want them to feel important Oh, you—you got. Oh, you got him next. (laughs) that must—that must mean something. Um, We're going to break down the best of two thousand nineteen, and we're going to look ahead to two thousand and twenty. We will see everyone. (laughs)